coming at ya. Oh yeah. We made oh, it. Yeah. It's the hump day. Yeah. Halfway through. That's right, baby. Might have to start doing this every four days. I don't know if there's enough to talk about. You know what's crazy is I'm here in the middle of the country, the flyover states, if you will, and I was just thinking about the other day how, you know, L.A., New York, D.C., these coastal regions, this is where the news is happening, man. Like, And here I am trying to be a podcaster in Colorado. <laughs> no news happening in Colorado. <laughs> like, Colorado's just never in the news. It's, never in the news. What do I got to talk about over here? Jared Polis and, you know, his peach tree celebrations and going down You're to the doing a lot of good things for gays out there, I hear. He likes the uh, gays. We're helping out the homeless. I mean, there's just nothing going on in Denver. Hmm. Nothing newsworthy. Uh, might be the most boring place in America. Colorado. <laughs> no, for real, uh, I went upstairs to get some ice for the beer, and Nona stopped me and said, make sure you tell Frank he has to leave Colorado. I know, yeah. We, the moving <laughs> truck is here, actually. I've got to cut the show short. <clears throat> she said, uh, we have become a laughing stock of the world. People have been calling her from other countries and saying, like, what's going on over there? Yeah. Well, we legalized mushrooms. Just tell that to people. And uh, the people in our totally supreme, complete controlled Democrat uh, everything here, they, they decided to uh, take some mushrooms, get high, boogie down, and uh, it's gotta be. do away with the Constitution, man. <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. You guys keep saying this guy's ending democracy. You're not doing a primary <laughs> in Florida, and then you took this guy off the ballot. You're kind of literally ending democracy. I don't know if you guys know this. <laughs> I think democracy will end with Joe Biden. <laughs> uh, well, okay, so we're going to jump into it. We head. have to, dude. This is the most amazing thing. This is like not even hyperbolic. I'm actually scared for the nation. I, um, well, you know... Again, I can't get over the fact that here I am in Colorado, and pretty much usually I'm complaining about chemtrails and Jared Polis, and now all of a sudden we are thrust into the international stage. I was shocked at how this made worldwide waves, man. Uh, it's I, a big fucking deal. Yeah. It's a really big fucking deal when you guys are clearly interfering. You're using the Justice Department to, go, to interfere in this election. Say what you want about 2020, at least they tried to hide it. Right. This, this time, they're just flat out going after him. They're setting up the court dates right before the election. They're interfering with this yeah. fucking election. They're trying to do gag orders. Yeah, try, You know what I mean? And then they're going to take him off the fucking ballot. And what's crazy is now it all makes sense. The, like, literally, January 6th happened. January 7th, the word went out. Everybody called it an insurrection. And for those that were like kind of confused this whole time, why are we calling it an insurrection? Just so they could take him off the ballot. Dude, beautiful. I mean, you just nailed it. This was well-planned. Nancy Pelosi, A-plus on her long game 4D chess and uh, using the media to manipulate the language of the time. Top of mind, top of mind. Dude, you never heard insurrection. No. January 6th happened and that was it. Insurrection, insurrection, insurrection. It just became the word, and it was always bothering me. Why did you use this very specific word to explain this situation? That it doesn't even make sense in this context, but you keep using this word, and then now it all comes out. They take him off the ballot. Why? Because in the Constitution, that very specific word, insurrection. Insurrection, man. Yeah. It's very uh, genius and obvious, and you're right on the money. And I'm thinking, honestly, they they kind of showed their cards a little too early. And this was a shot across the bow of, like, America in a way that I don't think people politically really agreed with this in a lot of ways. Well, I think this is, for those that don't know what's going on, Donald Trump is COVID. Donald Trump will do nothing to this country. The reaction to him will ruin this country. Yes, dude, you're on fire right now. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. It's going to be your reaction to Trump. You're just 
<laughs> I don't even know why you guys have this feeling towards him, but this uncontrollable anger towards him. For some reason, he is the scapegoat of all that has bothered you in your life and in America <laughs> and every. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. And they're using that against you. They're manipulating you. It's weird. It's bizarre. I love the fact that it kind of full circle brought into view in a crystal clear way why insurrection was such a hot word right from the get-go. And everybody ran with it, including Fox News. I hate when people try to say, oh, that's the Republican channel. No, it's not. No, it's not. I don't even watch Fox News. I, you know, after Tucker left, there wasn't much to clip from there. I can't stand Jesse Waters. So I just kind of avoid the whole channel. Yeah, and look, Tucker was always the <laughs> only one that was stomachable. And he leaves <laughs> to, oh, yeah. to, go out, to go out on his own. And why is he taking off on his own? Because you're realizing, oh, he wanted to say more. Everything I actually disagreed with him, that was just him following his overlords at Fox News. <laughs> you know what I mean? This thing is going to go probably to the Supreme Court, most likely before we even conclude the year. They're going to overrule it. Uh, it's completely, in my opinion, unconstitutional. And uh, this Jenna Griswold piece of crap, who's the Secretary of State here in Colorado, deserves to be strapped to a boat and sent to China. All right, just oh, yeah. get out of here. You're not welcome in this country anymore, and any of your like. Uh, it's did you insane hear? Did you hear the greatest? <laughs> did you hear the greatest piece of information about your Colorado Supreme Court there? Oh, lay it on me. I can't wait. I, I actually heard this from a left-wing media. Oh, yeah. Who was trying to knock the three that voted against taking him off the ballot. You mean the Patriots on the Supreme Court? Okay, continue. So for, the, so for those that don't know, the Colorado Supreme Court, seven justices, seven Democrats. Right? Uh, yeah. Four voted to take him off. Three voted to keep him on. What was the difference between those four and those three? Uh, their political affiliation. They're all Democrats. Of all course. seven. Oh, the all, only difference between Oh, them, all seven are Democrats. All seven are Democrats. I gotcha. Even the three that voted to keep him on the ballot. That's right, because we have a super, super majority here in Colorado. This is the piece of information that should scare everybody in this fucking country, and you should immediately pull your kids out of college. The four that voted to get him off the ballot all went to Ivy League schools. <laughs> the three that didn't vote to take him off the ballot went to universities within Colorado. Wow. Think That's, about that. That is wild. Uh, I also, well, you're kind of leading down a pathway that I was headed on immediately after this, which was, and I can't believe here I am saying this, thank God for Mitch McConnell. Yeah, Mitch, yeah, Mitch yeah. McConnell stacked the Supreme Court in favor of the Republicans. They will, without a doubt, strike this attempt down, and which will basically, you know, effectively end other attempts. Uh, oh, yeah, because you imagine Merrick Garland right now on that court. Oh, baby, we we would it would just be Joe Biden on the ballot. That's no joke. <laughs> And, and here's the thing with this whole... Well, I got the clip. Should we listen to the clip, get a little full news-worthy version of this? Hear the excitement, the tremble in their voice, the orgasmic feelings, you know, just ex you know, coming out of their bodies because they just can't help themselves. They're so excited. Yeah, they saved democracy, Frank. Saving democracy. By limiting, by limiting the ballot. All right, here we go. Uh, it's the end of America, folks. We begin tonight with breaking news from Colorado, where the state Supreme Court has just disqualified former President Donald Trump from Colorado's 2024 primary election ballot. In its ruling, the court cited the 14th Amendment, finding that Mr. Trump engaged in insurrection for his role in the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. Today's ruling is stated. And you nailed him, Mike, right there, 20 seconds in, and he just used the key word. That's the, uh, remember the word of the day, or what was it, on Pee Wee Herman's? Everyone goes, yeah, all right, man, <laughs> oh, we're going crazy. Insurrection. Insurrection, man. Until January 4th to allow for an appeal, and the legal fight is just beginning. And late word, the Trump campaign is responding tonight. Garrett Hake is following this. Hey, he has the latest details for us. Garrett, could this have an impact on the Republican frontrunner? 
It absolutely could, Lester. This is a stunning decision here from the Colorado Supreme Court, which tonight ruled that former President Trump is... Colorado, shame. Feel this shame, please. Shame on all of us. Shame on you. Shame on everybody. This is embarrassing. Yeah, for those calling it historic, it's pretty historic when democracy ends. International embarrassment. It really is. It really is embarrassing. Colorado. And it's embarrassing (laughs) because the rest of the world sees what you're doing. How? I mean, they just, everybody sees you're scared you can't beat Trump with Joe Biden. We but all, for <laughs> some reason, you can't get rid of Joe Biden. Just, get, just drop Joe Biden and get a better person. Colorado's on one right now. Not only did we pull this bullshit out of our assholes, but we also released five wolves from Oregon into the wild to just tear up all our ranchers' cattle. And uh, uh, how could that ever backfire? It was voted on by it was overwhelmingly voted on by people in the Denver counties and Boulder counties. And it was overwhelmingly voted against by everybody else who would suffer the consequences of these wolves being introduced. And there's Jared Polis with his stupid fat ass smiling on camera as the wolf runs into the wild. Uh, so we did that. And then we top it all off with this Supreme Court nonsense. Uh, and then all week, I'm triple pissed off because I've never seen this many chemtrails in my life. I mean, they are blocking the sun, <laughs> folks. It is disgusting. All right, let's keep this going. Qualified from serving. I'm on a hate train of Colorado, man. Let's bring it. President again, citing his actions on January 6th, then ruling that, quote, because he is disqualified, it would be wrong to allow him as a candidate on the Colorado primary ballot. The court here citing the 14th Amendment of the Constitution, which says that no person can serve as an officer of the United States who engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the U.S. The Trump campaign tonight calling this decision completely flawed and vowing a swift appeal to the U.S. Supreme Court. Now, all of this comes as other state courts have heard similar challenges but ruled in Mr. Trump's favor. This ruling, Lester, has been temporarily paused pending Mr. Trump's appeal. All right, so uh, there's the the lowdown and the skinny for you from the real professionals, and now we can continue to ramble like jackasses. <laughs> um, but <laughs> my take better. <laughs> I gotta say, when right before this news broke, I was cruising down uh, Santa Fe here in Denver. Uh, it's a road that leads you onto the highway of uh, I-25 there, and along Santa Fe are these tracks where you typically have coal. Uh, trucks or uh, you know the coal uh, train cars filled up and they're kind of hanging out usually ready to go Uh, it's beautiful how they operate this system they seem to always kickstart those freight trains right at about 3.30 and it just crushes the rush hour you know what I'm saying they just really (laughs) know how to time it right it just totally fuck everybody but yeah right before this report came out I'm cruising home and along this railway, uh, railway are, is like, I would say, several miles, seemingly endless, of these um, military vehicles, mm. as far as the eye could see. And I thought that was pretty interesting and weird, and I was thinking about how, well, we're pretty much on the cusp of some sort of societal collapse, right? So they're probably just gearing up for something. And then I got home, and I saw the news, and I thought, wow, maybe... They dropped this bomb and just had these uh, vehicles, you know, ready on standby in case there was a bit of a, you know, some sort of kerfuffle downtown. Well, it makes sense. What I mean, they got rid of all the all the conservatives with the vax mandate. That's right. Yeah, it's all it's all liberals now. Uh, Denver is screwed. Colorado equally screwed. Uh, we're embarrassing uh, internationally. Again, I can't get over it. Like it's one thing to like embarrass like Nebraska and our neighbors, Arizona, and maybe even Chicago and Illinois. But like uh, to the the whole world to have people watching Italian news and know how shitty Colorado is right now. That's you know, not a good place. No, to they're be. literally laughing at us because our president is old and senile. Like, the only good thing we had going for us was that we get an election every four years. So no matter how bad the guy is, we could get rid of him. But now <laughs> they're just rigging it, so this guy does another four years? Ah, uh, man, I, so... I, I, don't, I, I don't understand. The whole world is looking at our president, including America, and it's only 36% of America, <laughs> you know what I mean, that thinks he's okay. Yeah, it's really, uh, we're in a bad spot. 
There's no doubt about it. I usually try to be positive and find the humor in the moment. Uh, with this one, I kind of a little stuck, man. I thought, man, you know, we're uh, kind of um, hedging towards the direction of what's that word that they like to use all the time? Oh, yeah, fascism, right? It kind of seems a uh, little You guys fascist. are looking more and more like Venezuela. <laughs> I, that's crazy. Uh, so we're talking Trump getting ripped off the ballot, and I have another one to kind of piggyback off of it. It's from our friends over at Democracy Now. I hope everybody has a tall glass of water. It's a quickie, but it's a goodie. Uh, but it's about Trump, and I this just, to me, feeds into what we're experiencing right now. They, they have just ramped up this rhetoric uh, to a point that I never thought possible, and at this point, I, and I can't, it's been a little bit since I heard this clip. I did it this morning, but I'm almost positive she straight up calls Trump Hitler. Let's do it. Donald Trump has intensified his hate speech and attacks on immigrants ahead of Iowa's Republican presidential primary next month. Trump spoke at a rally in New Hampshire Saturday. They're poisoning the blood of our country. That's what they've done. They poison mental institutions and prisons all over the world, not just in South America, not just the three or four countries that we think about, but all over the world. They're coming into our country from Africa, from Asia. If re-elected President Trump has vowed to soar mass deportations and enact many of his previous anti-immigrant policies, the White House condemned Trump's remarks as fascist and said he was, quote, parroting Adolf Hitler. But President Biden has also been... So wait, wait, wait. Here's the, here's the best part, right? <laughs> so Trump's the fascist talking about you know, getting rid of these migrants, right? Here we go. He was, quote, parroting Adolf Hitler. But President Biden has also been widely criticized for perpetuating border and immigration restrictions similar to Trump's, including <laughs> asylum bans, detention and large scale deportations. Excuse me? Yeah, he's so doing... he, was, he was Hitler light. <laughs> Biden's doing exactly what Trump was doing. But we can't let Trump come back in. The guy's Hitler, man. But when the Democrats act like Hitler, they do it with compassion, Frank. <laughs> They're doing it from a place of love. You know? I freaking love how you hear her voice. She's just so intense about Trump being, you know, Mussolini, Hitler comp, you know, combined, and he's super evil and all this stuff. And it's because of how he's going to treat these poor migrants. And then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, but also Biden's doing the same thing. We're kind of mad at him for it, but... <laughs> well, I love how they're like, he wants to close the border. He's Hitler. He's going to close the border and deport people. That's not really what Hitler did. You know what I mean? He actually f forced people into Germany by expanding his borders. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, that's actually a good call. Um, he, kind of the opposite of like, yeah. you know, I'm going to close the border, just not let you guys in. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? World War II would have been very different if he just closed the border. Just built a wall around Germany and said, stay out? Yeah. I, I think we all would have been cool with that. You know, a lot of info out there indicating that, you know, we went to war with Hitler more than he went to war with us because he kicked out the Rothschild bankers. I believe it. And went on to the gold standard. And the German economy started to flourish. Mm. And uh, all of us out here, NATO countries and all, we said... No, sir. You must abide by our fiat, right? <laughs> we're going to come in and destroy you. Yeah, but that was when we were still on the gold standard. Uh, maybe. Yeah, you're right. Sort of. Yeah. When did it totally die? Was that Nixon in, se in the 70s? Yeah. That's when the CIA fully took over. That's when the coup d'etat was completed, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That to cover up how much of a mistake it was, they sent they sent two buildings in uh, New York tumbling down. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, it might have been a little bit of the uh, other guys on the other side of the pond there. What's that? You know, the, the, the people working for uh, the country that we can't really talk about because we'll be kicked off of every platform. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You catch my drift? You hear me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
speaking of uh, the people we're not allowed to talk about, we don't did get, you see yeah. <laughs> John Fetterman? So uh, I've seen a lot of Fetterman, and we discussed a little Fetterman not too long ago, how because he's de he's slowly becoming a Republican and seeing the world clearly. Um, and, you know, he, he's... <laughs> Now doing, he's making like America first speeches now. You know, yeah, no, he's a, he's a real, real piece of garbage. <laughs> like, like, a, like at first it was like, oh, maybe he's not. Maybe he's actually just a guy who's actually like playing, shooting it straight, telling you what he really thinks. No, apparently you could like follow the emails and everything. He pretty much has, I forgot what it was, but his largest donor is like this Jewish run company. Of course. So that's why he went so hard on Israel. He went hard on like for Israel. Yeah, he's like all about killing Gaza. You remember that clip of him walking with the little Israeli flag through the Palestinian protest? Oh yes, that's yeah, right. It's all because he's doing it all because for the for the uh, donations to his campaign. Interesting. That's a good call, and I like how he's. Weaving in and out of the Palestine protests, it's a probably very like courageous looking photo op. Good for him. Yeah, you know New York or no? Is he doing it in New York or is he doing the streets of Pennsylvania? I think Pennsylvania, right? Uh, did you see? Um, <laughs> have you seen what's going on in New York with these Palestine protests? No, <laughs> I try not to pay attention. I, I've not been focusing on it. I focus mostly on the chemtrails. But I noticed that there was a huge thing over the last month or so with people putting up the missing signs or the signs of those who were taken hostage. And then there were other supporters of Palestine going through and like ripping them down. This was like a major phenomenon that was happening. And uh, there's all sorts of viral moments going on. And there's constantly protests going on downtown there uh, that I've been seeing, and I think it was last night. Didn't I send the clip to you? Or did it, it was uh, Alec Baldwin. <laughs> I didn't see it. You didn't see Alec Baldwin? I <laughs> there is it was all it went viral, man, on the X. It was incredible. Uh, and I didn't say formally known as Twitter. Oh, I just said it. Damn it. Uh... Damn it. Uh, so. <laughs> Yeah, well, there's these protests going on, and for some reason, Alec Baldwin shows up at one of these protests in downtown Manhattan. I don't know where, you know, I don't know too much about New York, but in the major part, if you will, right? I don't know what that means, but he was down there at one of these protests, and he got, like, into a fight or an altercation with a bunch of the protesters. He didn't shoot anybody, did he? No, no guns were okay. Were brandished, right. but he um, <laughs> it it was all over. I saw, I watched several of the clips, like because it was a crowd of people, and I'm pretty sure they're like uh like pro Palestinians, uh the you know like the pro Palestine protests, and Baldwin's there, and you're not really sure who he's supporting. Yeah, that's what I was just gonna ask. Is he Jewish? I don't know. Is is the Baldwin family. I mean, he's Hollywood. He's like Hollywood royalty, right? So he's got to be, is what you're saying. Oh, I'm saying he at least, oh. you know, knows who to uh, respect in the biz. <laughs> right? <laughs> he's no Kanye. So I imagine, much like Fetterman with his tiny flag, maybe, maybe uh, Alec Baldwin uh, was out there uh, trying to, like, stir a little action up and, you know, Support the Israel. Did I say that right? Ooh, that doesn't matter. This is <laughs> deep. You're going deep apparently, on Alec Baldwin? Yes. Apparently, he cl- he's a Roman Catholic, but he has a secret Jewish identity. Secret Jew? <laughs> we talking 7% here? What's going on? Uh, apparently, his grandma was Jewish. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, that's it. He's got the grandma Jew. Or that's what. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I guess he had one. So he's partially not. He's not Jewish. He can't be partially Jewish. 
What a major rift in the left right now, man, especially for Hollywood people. You know, like you want to be a leftist. You want to, you know, support the causes and the victims because you're all about the victimhood. But you got to support Israel in this one, right? So you're, you're supporting in the left's eyes the oppressor. Man, that if I was in Hollywood and an actor, I just like wouldn't do anything for the next two years. Just like yeah, bunker just down, go on vacation, retire. <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis got it right, man. He dipped out when he saw the woke train coming down the tracks. And he, he you haven't seen anything from Daniel Day-Lewis in years. I don't know what he's thinking. And he, he's probably better off that way. The minute he, he heard me too. Packed his bags on a long <laughs> trip. <laughs> I don't like the word. I don't like the sound of those two words. All right, I got a little. Uh, I have a snippet on the Alec Baldwin because I love Alec Baldwin. And tonight, the images of actor Alec Baldwin. Oh, sorry, folks. I yeah, hope I you yeah, took a shower. I want a shower before the show. Damn. Comb the hair, spraying a little uh, banaca. I don't know, man. Dave not looking good these days. I don't know what happened. I noticed he's, he's of... aging. Yeah, really fast. Well, really fast. those booster shots, they allegedly age you quickly. Oh, man, do I got to talk to you about the boosters? Oh, let's do it. We already talked about Alec Baldwin. I don't need to hear this. No, you can go ahead and play the... When escorted away by the NYPD following a heated confrontation... Oh, yeah, he got, ex- he got escorted by the cops. I forgot to say that part. <laughs> <laughs> and tonight, the images of actor Alec Baldwin escorted away by the NYPD following a heated confrontation over the Israel-Hamas war. Baldwin was standing beside pro-Palestinian supporters demonstrating near Herald Square in Manhattan last night. A protester asking Baldwin if he condemns Israel. Baldwin saying, you ask stupid questions. The two then yelling at each other, police then quickly moving in and moving Baldwin away from the area. That's all I got, man. Why would you be doing anything like this if you are currently like on trial for killing somebody? Yeah, it's not going to look good when they do the character witness. Or maybe the, the powers that be, the controllers of the strings, right? The puppeteers, maybe they said to Alec, hey, go... Go uh, cause a little trouble there in Manhattan, and we'll uh, we'll wash away all the charges, my friend. Oh, go, oh good Dude, give us a little distraction oh, out there. Hey, Alec, you know that judge is Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe go help him out a little bit, you know? Oh, man. <laughs> Baldwin. Uh, we'll never forget that he killed somebody. Uh, so you know, for a family of Baldwins, they have great hair. That's fantastic. It's really funny. Yeah, they nailed it, all of them. It bald win. You should be a bald guy that's winning. You know, right? But then Harry Styles allegedly totally bald. It's crazy. <clears throat> wow. You crazy. missed. Uh, we never even chatted about it. There was major Harry Styles controversy. About a month ago, he was caught at a concert, uh, not his, but attending a concert on a date, and he had buzzed his hair. Ooh. Oh, man, it was crazy. People got very <laughs> upset about this, man. <laughs> I can't even imagine. Yeah, so I think he's slowly, he's doing the John Travolta. He's slowly introducing you to the shape of his skull. I don't know, his hair looks real. It does, and it's it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Yeah, absolutely incredible stuff. What an asshole. I know. I can't stand you can it. Tell how good somebody's hair is by how much I hate them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the more times I call you a, f- the better your hair looks. Case in point: Ryan Reynolds. That's it. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, great hair. I hate the guy. Can't stand him. Not only great hair, but his beard is perfect. The mustaches, but like every the guy's face, his whole hair thing is absolutely yeah, great body too. Immaculate. Yeah. Fuck you, Ryan Reynolds. I know, man. He's the worst, dude. <laughs> he's got the physique and the charisma, and he's hilarious. Like I can't stand the guy. Uh, I just imagine he's not that witty without the writers. I don't know. I you know you, you see him online in the candid moments. He, he seems pretty witty. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never, I'll never hold you too high because you did the fucking Green Lantern. You know, I gotta say, I loved Waiting. It's one of my favorite movies in general. And he, Waiting was a good movie, but I would argue he was the worst part of Waiting. 
Well, he's kind of the character that you don't want to like. Like, he is the douchey dude, and you almost think that is how he is in real life. You know what I'm saying? He's got that vibe going on there. Maybe good actor, potentially. Maybe just being himself like he does in every movie, which is my theory. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's the same character as he is in every other movie. Uh, every- Wait, whether he's waiting tables or Deadpool. Same guy. <laughs> it's, this is Ryan Reynolds waiting on tables. And this movie is Ryan Reynolds with a costume on, and he's killing people. Oh, this is Ryan Reynolds in red and black costume. This is Ryan Reynolds in green and gold costume. That's right. And he's just going to be Ryan Reynolds. It'll be good. Everybody will love it. I'd love to find out he's got a small penis. I, you know, you and I were uh, completely psycho on that. I didn't want to say it out loud. I'm glad one of us <laughs> did. But he's got chode energy all over him, man. <laughs> He's no a Willem Dafoe, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, he's lacking the Dafoe energy up in this thing. We'll have to do, uh, this is an (laughs) L-C-E, right? He's the little chode energy. Well, see, the problem, yeah, you can see, like, God spent all his time on your face and body. No time for the dick. Dafoe spent all that time on the dick. No time for the face. The face, (laughs) (laughs) you're right. God chooses. He really chooses what he wants to sculpt on each person. It's like Achilles being dipped, right? Isn't that how uh, the theory, and he's held by the ankle? You know, so aren't we all kind of like held at some point? Oh, I never heard that. Is that why his, uh... I believe that's how Achilles is, how his ain't when he's made by the gods or Zeus or whatever. I, I, I don't remember the exact folklore behind it, but I believe... It's because he was dipped into the uh, whatever, the creation pot or the gold or whatever, you know, and he was being held by the ankle. Maybe I'm wrong about that. I could have made that up. Something maybe I saw in a cartoon one time and it's total bullshit. I was say, like the only thing I could ever think of when I hear Achilles is uh, Danny DeVito as a minotaur. Yeah, actually, I think that's where I got it from. Cartoon. From the Hercules. Uh, about yeah, all yeah. the heroes he trained and how that's they right. let him down and he flicks Achilles heel and his <laughs> statue just crumbles. I thought that's what it was, man, because I thought in the Greek mythology, you know, there's all these little quirks to these uh, mythological dudes, you know, uh, the fellow who flies too close to the sun, right? You yeah. know, there's, there's all Hermes? Sorts of, yeah, maybe. I, Hermes. Hermes, Mike, Hermes! <laughs> you almost got it there, man. I think you were about a quarter out that closet. Oh, you're rubbing friend. off on me, yeah, dude. Jesus Christ. Right. <laughs> about half a right now. 300 episodes. Oh, man. Hermes was in the news, too. Uh, they're doing a big shake-up over there. I don't know what's going on, but I, I saw something passing about it, and I thought about you and your uh, soiree down at the Hermes in Chicago. I'm sure I'm sure everything's fine down there now, right? Their business is back as usual. I can only probably imagine. Bo- probably booming. I don't know, man. We had, a, uh, we had a, another plumber get robbed at gunpoint today. It's getting pretty bad out there. That's rough. That's um, I was trying to Detroit. defend Chicago. I was literally like telling the story. I was like, you know, I've been here. I've been working years. I've only been. I've only had a gun pointed at me twice. And then I started thinking about it. I was like, man, that was actually just twice this year. Oh man! <laughs> wow. <laughs> right. And both of them were when I was driving. That that doesn't even count the times where I was like rotting in the middle of the night and somebody pulled a gun on me. You know. Man. Well, you guys need to get some waiting uh, term limits on those gun purchases for these fellas. You know what I'm saying? I think that's the problem, yeah. <laughs> you need more gun-free zones. Maybe then they would uh, not bring their guns in those zones, right? Isn't that how it works? Well, that's the best part. The guy today was in a school parking lot, which of course is, uh, you don't get more gun-free zone than that, I mean. Yeah, that's why. I, I, I can't believe the guy was able to get a gun in there. If more people were armed, I think people would be less brazen- you know, busting out their, uh, you know, Glocks. Nah, we, we, you know, we were talking about it a lot. There's really nothing you could do. Once the guy has the gun on you, you're not going to fucking quick draw, you know? You know what's going to happen is there's this combination of rising crime and depleting and this depletion of the police force. You're welcoming in a scenario where the citizens who are left in Chicago are going to welcome with open arms robotic police. 
It's probably what they're pushing for yes. in the cities. And you're going to have those. Yeah. Have you seen the Tesla robot that's almost completely fluid in its motions? Like, you're going to have these suckers walking down the streets with guns or those creepy ass dog like four legged robots oh, that dogs. you see in China with like machine guns. And that's when you get your next COVID lockdown, people. I was just watching, uh, what I watched last week? Elysium. Wow. That, That's a good movie. It missed the mark for some reason. I don't know why. Why? Yeah, I'm not a lot of people sure. don't even know about it. I saw it. I remember thinking it was cool. It had some good graphics. I love future and robots or like robot body parts and exoskeletons, which I think was in that. Like, I, you know, I'm into that stuff. So I don't know why it didn't hit the mark. I think Jodie Foster was kind of a stinker in that one. That was a little, yeah. Yeah. I think she dropped a turd yeah, on that your reaction, now that I'm thinking about it, it was kind of dumb. Because then he had like that foreign guy with the terrible accent and the exoskeleton. That was yeah, like a hitman. It's like a Sharply Coplay or something is his name. He's from your favorite <laughs> movie, District 9 or whatever I was it was. Just, I, I'm glad you said it. The worst movie <laughs> of 2009. It's the same director. Although, you know what? I got to give Tony a little credit because... Avatar 2 was so bad, yeah. it actually lowered my opinion of Avatar 1. I think the Avatar franchise is a giant bullshit money grab. Wasn't that all movies? No, there's... <laughs> well, yeah, now, if you go take a look at the slate for 2024, yeah, that's a year of money Have you seen grabbing. anything that's come out after uh, 2012? That's a money grab. You're right, actually. Everything, man. <laughs> Dude, I was so glad. Remember that art, that discussion we had about Judd Apatow? I do. Yeah. So today, somebody uh, said something from was it Step Brothers? All right, a very quotable movie. And then we started. To, that was Judd Apatow, right? That was one of his. Yes. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's what. And then I I I brought up the conversation we had. I said, you know, every movie you love of his is before 2012. And everybody was like, no, man, what? What, what, about, what about role models? What about? And they all started naming it before 2012. Before 2000. There's nothing since 2012 that anybody <laughs> likes. But like up to that point, everybody was like, he's probably the best director of all time. You know? Wow. All time. Oh, man. Like funny. Like funniest. Yeah, you comedies. Know? I give it to Mel Brooks, but, you know, to yeah, each his own. All right. But yeah, really funny, dude. But uh, so I got something I've been dying to talk to you about. COVID. Yeah, and oh, I think this yeah. is actually. I think this is why you're getting the client list from F Jeffrey Epstein. Hey, I think this is this is why they're just nonstop talking about Trump. Uh, did you see the article from the Hill? You sent it to me, and I was breezing through it uh, when I had some time. Uh, enlighten us all, please, on these uh, on the Hill article. So, the Hill pretty much broke down excess mortality. Now, you would think we had a pandemic in 2020. That should have been the worst year, right? Oh, yeah. But actually, we really didn't lose that many people compared to 2019 and 2020. 2021, the vaccine comes out. That's the year we started seeing excess mortality. And it hasn't gone down. It's only gotten worse. And when you look at the numbers, when they break this down, it's fucking devastating. Right? Yeah. Deaths, this is from the article, for people over 65, over 65, deaths in the second quarter of 2023 <laughs> were 6% below pre-pandemic norms. Wow. So over 65, we're losing less people than before the pandemic, right? Yeah. For people 35 to 44, it's 26% higher. Wow. Excuse me? For, yeah. For people 25 to 34, it's 19% higher. Wow. Right? And this in the is, third quarter of 2021... We're talking deaths. Straight up people this is, dying. This is people dying. It's not DeMar it's, Hamlin having a miraculous comeback from his heart attack. These people no, no, are gone. All right. These are deaths. 
We're losing 26% more people, 35 to 44. And the only reason we're, you know why we're, they're reporting on this. I, I remember I said this before, the insurance companies. Yes. The life insurance companies, that's who gets the best rates. Oh, that was, the, that was the caveat of all these numbers. So all of these statistics are coming from the life insurance companies. Right. So they're, they're saying not only are we losing more 35 to 44-year-olds, it's young, uh, employed, and insured people who are the healthiest people in our country. This, how many 35 to 44-year-olds are dying of drug, you know, of drugs, That's right. overdoses? When they have full-time jobs and they're fully insured. It does happen. But these are the people that do not die. And they're dying 26% higher rate than before the pandemic. How does this then affect life insurance and all this other stuff? Well, that's what they're trying to figure out. So the insurance company goes after five. It's like, you know, they're trying to figure out what's going on. Nobody knows. All the scientists and doctors are in the pocket of big pharma. That's right. So we, nobody knows. We have right? no idea what we rolled out in the last year and forced uh, 5.8 million billion people to take. <laughs> no idea. Now, this is the scariest part of the whole article, right? They talk about how we're losing people, young met people. It's, it's mostly men at an incredible rate. This is really devastating. But Frank, this is the scariest sentence in the, in the whole article. Because remember, it's affecting mostly 18 to 40-year-olds, right? Actuaries and industry analysts predict excess deaths will continue among people with life insurance through 2030. Wow. And are anticipated to be highest at younger ages. So they know it's going to kill young people and they know it's going to stop in 2030. Everybody who took the vaccine, you're going to be dead by 2030. Wow. Because what does that mean if they're predicting it's going to stop in 2030? Why would people stop dying in 2030? Well, 2030 is Agenda 2030 by the World Economic Forum, and that's when they plan on transitioning us to you'll own nothing and you'll be happy, you'll be in your 15-minute city. Uh, Agenda 2030 is the real deal. And it looks like we are going to be happy. We're just going to be happy we're still alive. Well, because everybody else is going to be dead. I that, said dude, this dude. a while back. Um, what was creepy about someone blowing up the Georgia Guidestones is I believe they took it down because they accomplished their goal. And the goal is to reduce the population. Alex Jones just talked about this on Tucker's show uh, about a week ago or so. He, that the goal of this agenda ultimately is to reduce the world population to 500 million people by 2045. That's the goal. So they just knocked out 5.8 billion by 2030. I think they're on the way to their goal. But isn't that insane that they predict 2030? Like, why did you come up with 2030? No, I'm kind of a certified moron here. So let's clarify this a little bit further. You're saying that these life insurance companies are expecting all of these life insurances to default or be terminated on 20 in 2030. No, 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 no. All right, all right. Life insurance is saying, what's going on? Is it the vaccine? (laughs) We need to know because we're insuring these young people, right? Yeah. And in the industry, the the pharmaceutical industry, all the experts are saying, don't worry, keep insuring them. You're going to lose, you're going to keep losing excess young people, but only until 2030. Then it's gonna. By then, it'll stop. And I'm my my reading into that is the pharmaceutical companies know that if you're vaccinated, you're gonna be dead by 2030. So there will be no more excess death after 2030 because everyone will be dead. dead. (laughs) So 2031 is gonna be a great year. Nobody's gonna die. Well, 2031, folks, no traffic. 
It's gonna be yeah. It's gonna be great. Smooth sailing, dude. This is devastating, but I felt it in my soul in 2020 when they were rolling out the vaccine, and then in 2021 when I had to leave and lose my job because I was forced to take the vaccine in order to continue my employment. Employment. I realized that there was something so deeply sinister about this vaccine and the push for it. For it, it all—it screamed to me in my tinfoil hat uh, that this was a depopulation agenda. I think we're there. I think we nailed it. And so, you know, that's why they destroyed those Georgia Guidestones. And at this point, I mean... You know, I'm thinking that we're basically just uh, going to have to ride this wave, see what happens oh, yeah. on the other side. <laughs> basically, uh... Ooh, I went to take a sip of beer. Went down the wrong pipe. <laughs> oh, we, oh, man. You, uh, you choking on the brouhaha? Yeah, it was like too fuzzy. <laughs> Not fuzzy. Like bubbly? Fizzy. All right, we'll go with the fizz. Well, I think Sorry. actually you were sabotaged by Bill Gates because you're talking about his vaccine <laughs> program that he just rolled out to kill all of us. Mike, I think you're onto something with this article, Reed. I think you nailed it. You dissected it perfectly, and you are seeing the light here at the end of the tunnel. It's starting to all make sense that that's why they had to force these boosters on us. That's why everything was pushed so fast, so hard. Operation Warp Speed. Never forget who was president during that. Uh. Uh, I mean, they made it happen, and they made it happen fast. And it should just scare everybody that Pfizer and them are like, "Yeah, we know about the excess mortality. Don't worry, you got about six more years of that, and then it'll stop." Like what? And man, maybe though. Also, it's potential that they uh, maybe twenty thirty is the day they activate their five G super technology, and they send out the you know electromagnetic pulse wave, and it kills all of us. Ooh. Mm. Yeah, Maybe man. by 2030 we all have the Neuralink and the vaccine is actually a computer virus. Oh, because everything Bill Gates does has a computer virus, man. We all know <laughs> how he rolls. <laughs> Damn Microsoft. Mm. <laughs> Mike, you just took us on a wild spiral. Down a wacky little rabbit hole there. I loved it, man. Yeah, that's a great article from The Hill. Got a shout out to uh, Russell Brand. All right, right on. He did like a 25-minute episode on it. Impossible to cut that guy. Like to get a little clip? Yeah, well, he, he rants at, you know, hypersonic speed. And so sporadically, like. And, and Impossible to just get like a 90 second clip of solid. <laughs> and hey, look, I, I love my UK brethren out there, but I got to say, you know, he, he's, uh, you know, the British is a little much. Oh, you should. I was watching him and dad came <laughs> over and he came downstairs. He goes, oh, I don't know how anybody can understand this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I go, well, he's, he's speaking English. No, he doesn't speak English. I don't know what he's speaking. Uh, that's literally English. <laughs> That's how we started this country. You know about that. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but English originated in England. It's crazy. It's so funny. <laughs> We're two Americans now. British. They sound like foreign people. You know, like like not well, just foreign, garbage foreign, but like speaking. yeah, it's like I speak English. I can't even understand your language at this point. You know, it's amazing <laughs> how different it is. I uh, know. I can't wait till Dad finds out about the Australians. <laughs> <laughs> Oi! Shrimp on the bobby! That's all I got. Uh-oh. <laughs> Dingo! That, did that, did that, uh, was that good? No? No. I'll put it up there with my Asian. We so sorry. All right, so we're <laughs> going to, uh, we talked about it earlier. I love it. I think you are correct, sir. This was a distraction. I couldn't figure out what was happening here, and you nailed it. Uh, they didn't want us talking about how everyone's dying from the vaccine, so they want us talking about what I love talking about. Tonight in New York City, a federal judge ordering the unsealing of documents expected to reveal the names of dozens of Jeffrey Epstein's associates. 
The documents are part of Virginia Dufresne's <laughs> settled lawsuit against Epstein's former girlfriend, Ghislaine Maxwell. Dufresne claimed she was sexually abused and trafficked by Epstein with help from Maxwell. More than 150 names are set to be made public the first week of January, including authorities say alleged co-conspirators. So there's all these rumors about incoming cyber attacks and, you know, electromagnetic magnetic pulses and the sky, stuff that's going to knock out communications. I predict that they'll be like right about to hit the enter button on sending out to the public the client list of the Epstein uh, flight logs and the Lolita Express, and that's when the cyber attack happens, and everything just gets <laughs> shut down. Or they're going to store all the information in building eight of the World Trade Towers, <laughs> and it's just going to fall. <laughs> <laughs> But the real, uh, the real flight logs will be flown to the island of Diego Garcia. Don't worry, folks. <laughs> no, you know what's going to happen. I mean, how long has it been now? I guarantee you they're going to release, fuck it, they're going to release 50 names, 60 names, they're all going to be dead. Yeah, I was thinking how they're probably waiting for Bill to die. Yeah. There's nobody who, I guarantee uh. Bill Clinton has flown on that thing more than anybody else. Yeah, but it's not even a secret, and nobody cares about the Clintons anymore. I know. They, they might throw true. him out there. I think there's going to be, like, a couple old, old guys, you know? It's That's not going to be nothing. The list will be a bunch of billionaires that nobody's ever heard of. Good call. Yeah. That's what it's going to be. It'll be very disappointing. You're not going to get Kevin Spacey or Chris Tucker or Bill Clinton or... Anybody else, unfortunately. Or Donald Trump. I hate to break it to people out there. Yeah, nobody's going to jail. No, yeah. these people are so powerful, man. They, this is the super elite, dude. They run this whole show. Yeah, that's true. When they want us yeah, to know who is on there, they'll let us know. That's why I think it's going to be like people who agreed that, you know, it's, it's going to be nothing. I'm not expecting anything out of this. Nothing? No, me neither, actually. I, I'm I'm chalking this one up with the aliens that uh, that Neil Gorsuch guy keeps talking about all the time. Yeah, that guy. I'm so sick of that guy. <laughs> I had like a, I sent it to myself. It was another thing with the Gorsuch fella, and I I just like, I I couldn't listen to him. It was horrible. There's something that yeah, he, a, he's a liar. It's a lie. It's fake. You know what it was? Is I think Tucker did an interview with him. And also, I saw a clip of Tucker on Glenn Greenwald's Green Greenwald. Is that right? Green. I don't know. Greenwald. Green Glenn. Am I saying it? Did I mix it all up? <laughs> <laughs> Greenwood. Uh, either way, <clears throat> Tucker was on a one of these guys' shows, and he they were like in agreement on how. From what they've heard from the insiders that they know in Washington and in the intelligence communities that, you know, the UFO information and what they know about these aliens is actually frightening. And that, you know, it's really, I think uh, Tucker used the words like very dark, you know, and scary, you know, like... uh Almost like, uh, I th and you think he said like spiritual, like these are like almost de demonic creatures and that there's mm. spiritual elements and that society wasn't ready to understand it. <laughs> that was the longest pause in the history podcast. <laughs> in the history of podcasting. <laughs> yeah. We got, uh, no. we got nothing from Mike on that one. No, because I did watch this. I, like, saw this thing where Tucker was saying how, like, aliens is, like, the, one of the... It's, like, two things he's he's afraid to talk about. Yes. One of them is aliens. Two of them is the Jews. So that should tell you everything you need to know. The, the aliens are <laughs> Jews. Yeah. I think we all figured that one out. And, or they're just closely re related to the Anunnaki. Yes, and they probably have their, uh, you know, Jewish space station over on the moon that we're not allowed to go to. And the moon is flat. Don't kid yourselves. We all know the moon is flat. <laughs> flat moon theory, folks. Never forget. <laughs> yeah, how else could they mount their laser to it? <laughs> so stupid. It was the only way to nuke Lahaina, man. It's the only way you could do it. <laughs> you shoot it from the moon, baby. 
<laughs> oh, you're not down with the demonic spiritual uh, view of the aliens and how it actually maybe ties into biblical you know, you know theory and all that stuff with maybe like uh, the Nephilim and the fallen angels and how we got giants and all that stuff. Maybe. Did you hear about that one, that weird island with the giants, supposedly? I'm all ears. I'm excited for this one. I don't know how true it is. Oh, yeah. Supposedly, and I totally forgot where it was. I should have saved this clip. Let's see if I can find it. I can't <laughs> try to look for it. But uh, supposedly this guy's driving a truck, and he goes off the road. It's like a big truck. You know, this uh, was a tri- giant TikTok conspiracy phenomenon, I believe. It was yeah, right. It was like in Peru, I believe. It I was think. in Peru. Emma showed it to me. She was very wrapped up into it and spent several days reviewing <laughs> all these other TikTokers, reviewing other TikTokers, <laughs> reviewing other TikTokers, talking about it. And supposedly he can't do anything. He's just by himself. He's just a regular man. So he goes to go get help. And when they get back to the truck, it's been moved back onto the road. And they see giant footprints, and they see these giants on the top of the hill walking. And they're, they're claiming they're like 13 to 15 feet tall. I believe it. There is a very uh, well-known video or interview out there with a soldier or multiple soldiers who were attacked in Afghanistan who claim that they were attacked by an absolute, by a giant. And it killed the giant killed many of the soldiers, and that they uh, had to, they ended up airlifting the body of the giant after they killed it. Um, you know, with like a you know an Apache helicopter or whatever those things are, the giant ones. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, I I do think that there could be the giants out there. I've seen a lot of pictures out there from Iran and all sorts of other you know fertile crescent. Uh, countries where they have just giant skulls that in uh, skeletons that they unearth, and uh, you know, again, the Bible talks about giants walking among men. Is it so hard to believe? Yeah, I guess not. We kind of had a giant in our country, Big Mike. Big Mike. Well, Big Mike on the night of the truck. <laughs> the only thing giant with Big Mike is the hog swinging between his legs. Big Mike. Yeah, I mean, those shoulders, you see them from afar. Looks like a giant. <laughs> Looks like a giant. We got our own giants, man. We got Shaq. China's got uh, Yao Ming. You know, we still do the giant game, yeah. you know, but we're shrunken. We're shrunken giants. I don't, you know, yeah, so... I mean, a lot of uh, stuff out there claims that, like, these biblical individuals like Moses and Adam, right, and Abraham and all these guys were actually giants themselves, and that people in general thousands of years ago were actually massive in size, and just everything has slowly shrunk with uh, however, you know, the atmosphere's working and gravity and all that stuff that I probably need Neil deGrasse Tyson to explain. Nah, you could go to the catacombs and see skeletons that are thousands of years old. They're same size. I think we had maybe a coexistence, you know, giants and small people living together in harmony for a little bit. Nah, if you're a giant, why would you live with these small people? Well, they didn't. That's the story. If you check out uh, the Book of Enoch, which was not allowed to be a part of the King James Version Bible, it's uh, one of the oldest books. And it in, it has in it like a lot of stuff about giants and you know the angels coming down and mating with the women and creating these giant creatures who ended up terrorizing humans because they were uh, so giant and then humans took them out and there was so all this- I don't know if that's true but I'm assuming it is because I've seen Willem Dafoe. That's right, <laughs> and it always goes back to the giant hog man. He's got that giant energy, you know what I mean? Oh man, that Willem. I don't know. Maybe you know these giants, giant in every way except you know what I'm saying. Oh man. Ooh, oh. Well, I mean, if you're fucking a regular sized chick. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Oh man, I think we just tapped into something here. That'd be a little weird, though. <laughs> Would you, would you rather be a giant with a tiny dick or a midget with a huge hog? 
Midget with the huge hog, man. There's so much opportunity in the world of porn for you with that. And way funnier. Yes. Like, that would never get old, whipping it out at, like, a bar or something. You well, know? no, the the biggest trick would be to kickstand yourself, like, to be standing so there. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you're yeah. leaning. I'm feeling a little tipsy. Better get the kickstand out. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you lean to the side, and your dick catches you. You know? <laughs> <laughs> There's so much you can do with this. It's incredible. <laughs>